Hello, and welcome to the Photo Op Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things photo and video. I'm your host, Ben Lucas. And I'm Stuart Merlantis. And this is Photo Op. It is. All right, so today we have a, <laughs> a little dance in for you guys watching on YouTube. Um, but today we have a very uh, kind of fun piece of tech that we are we're we're just going to talk about it. We're geeking out about stuff we're today. We're geeking out about geeky stuff. So if you have watched Thor: Love and Thunder, or uh, subsequently, even though this is a much older film, Thor: Ragnarok, um, ye be warned. Spoilers ahead. Not that many spoilers though. I know, bit. I know, but if but if you still haven't seen it and you're sensitive to it, I'm just saying. Yeah. We're talking about we're talking about the movie today yep. because there is an amazingly cool piece of camera tech that goes into filming one of the scenes that mm-hmm. we're going to talk about. So, um warning, warning, turn around now. If you're still listening, you want to hear this. Excellent. Okay. So the part that we're talking about is um, – so in Thor Ragnarok, uh, the part where Valkyrie is talking about um, her her like background and her story, and there's that mm. slow motion thing of her and all the other Valkyries fighting The Hela. ride of the Valkyries. Ride of the Valkyries. Thank you. And in Thor Love and Thunder, uh, near the end of the movie, they are all on the moon, and there's this big fight sequence happening Mm. on the moon so though uh those are the scenes that we're talking about and the thing that these scenes have in common is they have this very dynamic light that starts on one side and it swings around to the other side and as the light is swinging around they're still moving in slow motion and all the lighting is going all crazy and so you might think oh it's cgi no no, it's Mm-mm. not. It is not CGI. And then you might think like, okay, they just had like a super fast camera or something. Mm-hmm. No, well, yes, kind but of. <laughs> but also, no, they didn't have like a super fast light just swinging around. Somebody All- had to run with that light really fast. Really fast. <laughs> no. So so what they did um and the, all of this information comes from satellite labs mm-hmm. so uh satellite labs is the company that kind of made this rig and they have some really cool tech going on but essentially what they did was they lit it from every angle simultaneously so the so if i'm fighting stuart here with a sword we slash our swords together and we only have to do that once and that one move got captured but what they have is an entire array of all of these different lighting setups 200 Mm -hmm. to be exact they have 200 different lighting angles of that one motion that can then be composited together so they can choose which light they want or they can add multiple lights together to get a three or four light setup Mm -hmm. so how does this 200 light setup work it's got a big ring Yes, they made this ginormous <laughs> ring that has 200 lights. They are shooting on a phantom flex at yes. a thousand frames per second. The ultimate flex, you might say. The ultimate <laughs> flex. If you really want to flex on your coworkers, get a phantom flex. That should be their new slogan. Um, so they're shooting at a phantom flex, and and your first thought is, oh. They must be shooting 1080, right? Yeah, I, I, I naively was like, oh, you know, it's probably 1080 to get that kind of speed. No, they're shooting, they're shooting a thousand frames per second at 4K. They can go up to 2,500 
and still get 1080. <sighs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they're shooting at a th- and and so the the um I did find a text uh spec sheet um and this is actually specifically from the Thor uh Ragnarok version. Mm-hmm. So you know, take that with a grain of salt. It's the probably new improved might, a little it's bit. It's probably improved yeah. a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Tech specs might be slightly different. So even though we're talking about Thor Love and Thunder, because this is where it caught my attention, the tech spec sheet actually comes from Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. So disclaimer on that. Um, so they sh- they have this giant ring, and what happens is basically there's a flash from light number one, and that is happens at a thousandth of a second, so then when the Phantom Flex goes to the next frame, the next flash goes off. Mm-hmm. So in one second, that ring cycles five times. And um, the video of this has been taken down. Otherwise, I would link it. Mm-hmm. But I have seen the behind-the-scenes video of this working. And basically what happens is it just looks like all the lights are on. Like they're pulsing a little bit, but it just looks like all of them are constantly on. Because that is how fast they are cycling. It is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the human eye is only... I mean, it doesn't really work in frames per second, but it's generally like people think 300-ish at the top end. And yeah. it essentially is just, whoop, 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 yeah. and it's done. It, it is it is mind is mind-boggling how mm. fast this thing is going. Seriously, um, if you don't understand just how slow a thousand frames per second is, just Google that and look at like bullet time yeah. and watch. Look some up of the slow mo guys. Oh yeah. yeah, that's good that's, channel for that. Good channel for that. And they they helpfully include like exactly what frames per second they're shooting in and how they slowed it down and all that sort of stuff. So So yes. Uh we're we're talking about this absolutely crazy tech today. So um one of the one of the interesting things is essentially they have this light that is circling around them. This light is moving at eight times the speed of sound. Yep. Yep, they said, uh, what was it? It was like uh, 10,000 10, feet, feet per, per second. second. Yeah, wild. This is absolutely it, insane. What I think is extra cool about this rig is like the like multiple technologies had to come together and progress to get to this point where oh, they could absolutely. all be fused together. It's not, like, it's not like some new fancy camera. It's like, well, they just bought this camera and everything was done. It's like, no, we had to have LEDs. We had to have you know sound stages where all this could be controlled. Also incredibly high-power high LEDs. Yeah, really high-power LEDs. These are strobes, so it's not you know that these are on all the time or you know they're obviously... They need to illuminate this scene, but individually... At a very one, high output. One, yes, one yeah. LED needs to. Uh, I'm lo- I'm looking at this light, and it looks like it's roughly thirty to forty feet in the air, mm-hmm. and it is also, you know, go back to your middle school geometry class, Pythagorean theorem, mm-hmm. all of that mm-hmm. stuff. So there, uh, it's not only up in the air, but farther away. So fifty feet away, and to put that in perspective, try lighting something from. 50 feet away and you're lighting it at what 24 frames per second Mm -hmm. it needs uh i what's the calculation here five and a half times much light i think i got that right some somewhere close to that somewhere close to that yeah uh 5.25 times more light i found it there close enough yeah so (laughs) over five times more light so essentially what that means is um and and also to double the um uh basically get more light you have to double the output Mm -hmm. so this is not a linear thing at all so 
so it's basically to the fifth power of so to get uh if you had one light at 50 feet then five times that much light would be uh two lights four lights eight lights 16 lights 32 lights so and it's 0.25 so let's just say like 40 lights so (laughs) grab grab your feet fleet of 40 speed lights (laughs) set that up and all of those are the power of what one of these leds are and they have 200 200 of them them. amazing amazing i'm surprised that the actors didn't like immediately melt when they were blasted by one of these (laughs) i know it's amazing okay so here so So that had to happen so leds had to get had to get good (laughs) all of the rest of like the rigging and power delivery and computer and the timing the timing the computer control of all these led is leds had to get good and then they had to have an insanely fast camera at very high resolution usually you have to sacrifice right unless you're phantom flexing they did did sacrifice well because they could have shot at 2500 and instead what they have is special (laughs) software algorithm that does some tweening frames to interpolate because when you're shooting at that higher frame rate divided by 200 you're not actually Mm -hmm. shooting at very high of a frame rate in anything that like a consumer can remotely (laughs) think about touching you're like talking about in the like hundreds of pixels resolution and they're like oh yeah casual thousand fps at 4k 4K. it's this is ridiculous Uh, so so uh the tech behind what they did um i'm i'm gonna for any of you watching the youtube clip i'm going to throw up uh some some pictures that i took from my photo booth triple click because this is a very small consumer example so (laughs) i have a rig set up where i take three lighting setups from one thing and there it's technically not uh like a filter or anything like that it is three individual photos Mm -hmm. the same way that this is 200 individual (laughs) photos so 200 individual photos go by in a fifth of a second which is uh like just just enough that the actors move where they need to have this really ridiculously complicated like algorithm to be able to tween all the motion and make sure that they stack properly but slow enough that essentially the actors have not moved at all wow even when they're going full speed swinging swords and axes at each other and how cool is that? Like, I think it's a shame that I think most people are going to just assume that this is CGI because, yeah, traditionally and traditionally they would just so so you you watch this fight, it's black and white on the moon with a giant like spider rock monster thing behind them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a lot of that is CGI, but but the, this, actors. But the yeah. actors are just cut out, lit, and put into a thing. Mm-hmm. they're they're not cgi that's all real and that's the incredible part and what's amazing is this works then with cgi too so like if you're if you're adding extra lighting or adding extra effects you can then time your real lighting with those effects so that everything meshes nicely and looks correct right it's amazing so, stuff so so far we've geeked out about the hardware now mm-hmm. now let's take a minute and geek out about the software why does everything we just said matter at all in the least okay so when you watch the clip there are two different things one you'll notice that um uh there's a scene where uh thor and uh, uh and company for anyone who hasn't seen it spoiler you know alert. As, as, spoiler alert thor and company walk into a tent mm-hmm. okay when they walk into a tent it is one lighting setup just normal mm-hmm. normal lighting setup when when they're kind of looking at the bad guy it's one lighting setup 
Now, they could have shot that individually under normal circumstances. Mm-hmm. Or what they could have done is chosen one of these one two hundredth frames <laughs> and just used that one. So the crazy thing about this is you can pick – you can not only move your light and you can move it in post. And so you can get the exact arc and the exact timing how you want it depending on um, you know the actor's motion. You can – move that time forward or backwards in time but you can also stack and layer these so that yep. you can get a three light effect a four light effect you can have the light moving and multiple light sources and you can choose all of that in post and none of it is cgi yep yep and do cool day to night stuff too so you can do more lights brighter less lights darker yeah just like absolutely insane and you just have you could just choose i mean i'm sure it's more complicated than that in practice but basically you can just choose i want it to look like this and you have a real in actual reality lighting to pull from yes to make it look like that yeah it's not cgi it's not cgi it's, you have 200 different frames of reference mm-hmm. uh basically uh you have so that sword swing we talked about you have from this degree angle and the next degree angle over and the next degree angle, and you have 200 of those in a complete circle. So you can get front lighting, side lighting, back lighting. You can get any kind of lighting. You can mix. You can um, you can power up, power down, and make sure. I just want a little hint of this one. And you stack all of those together, and then it turns into a single finished output. So the actor only has to do the motion once, and it's captured from 200 different directions lighting wise i feel like this is going to be like longer term this is going to be like the why why won't you just always shoot everything if you're shooting on a stage well yeah expensive but like if you're a hollywood (laughs) studio like imagine this technology is just slightly more sophisticated so instead of 200 points of light you're putting like a point of light every you know in every foot square in like a soundstage in 360 degrees right because right now it's just like a ring and there have been like some smaller scale attempts where it's only like one person can fit in it and they can only really emote with their face but you know they're in like a sphere and there are a bunch of lights in that sphere of metal Mm -hmm. that are lighting them so there's been smaller scale stuff but as we're getting higher and higher power leds and better software and hardware control what if you had a building where all the floor and the ceiling and all the walls every foot or so there was another point of light you could grab from like thousands and thousands of points of light which i feel that, like it's an inevitability <laughs> that that doesn't even sound crazy because no, if you've seen the way, far away if you've seen the way the mandalorian shot a lot of the yeah. mandalorian is shot in camera mm-hmm. because they're on this stage that when the camera moves the sound stage moves to correctly parallax yeah. that horizon line yeah well and they're sort of shooting with thousands of points of light in at least in the uh the like live digital stages that they have where it's all this huge screen around them yeah so that's not a green screen i mean it's virtual but it's it's virtual but but it is an image that the actors are in that is shot it's an image the actors are in giving realistic light realistic um so you essentially what we're talking about is the differences is 
the camera tech is getting something in camera that when it gets handed to an editor, the editor doesn't have to go, oh, great, I need to make all these models and 3D render something and figure out how specularity works versus on all the different materials. You're not having to do any of that because it's already got captured. You're just picking, I really like light number 17 and light number 296, and I'm going to stack those on top of each other. Yeah, yeah. And why, like, what's what is extra cool? I think is there's been a lot of criticism of shooting on a green screen, and some of it is warranted, fair, but it's kind of interesting that technology, like display and lighting technology, is progressing to the point where maybe it serves you incredibly much better as a film production crew to not shoot on a green screen to shoot for real with real lighting with at least with displays that are not green that are sh- that are showing an actual environment yeah like it might actually serve you better than shooting on a green screen and just pasting something in digitally which is wild to me so, that we're kind of moving back practically a little bit so it's, i think it's interesting ev- i think everyone already knows about the mandalorian like screen stage yeah. that's been talked about countless times and it's amazing i have not seen anyone talk about this yet yeah yeah Mm-hmm. So um, this tech is called plate lighting, and some of the videos that you'll see um, is you'll you'll see a big um, kind of uh, just like array of like sixteen or so different lights in a single bank, mm-hmm. and you'll see five or six of them set up. This is a ring where all of the lights are butt up right against each other. So it is the same tech, but much more sophisticated than at least any of the videos I've seen online talking about it. Yeah, it doesn't look like, other than in this film, it doesn't really look like anybody's used that rig for anything else for reference i'm yeah. getting all of this from um uh, a phantom website uh i had to dig deep and from uh satellite labs mm-hmm. had a basically the case study of this is how we did the thing mm-hmm. and so i'm pulling from a spec sheet pdf that i found from those sources yeah. and because um I mean, they I, made the hardware <laughs> because i cannot find video evidence of this besides one or two one minute clips mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's a legitimate source. I mean, it's from Phantom. Yeah, it's from from the people who made it. It's amazing. Oh, my God. I'm I'm just – I'm geeking out so hard about the applications of this. One, because I already do this on such an incredibly small scale. (laughs) You did it first. I mean, depending on the timing of it. close. I started in 2017. They probably started Uh, developing this a lot before that. Anyways, I know. I know. (laughs) So so part of it is kind of cool because this is something that I already do just scaled up to the absolute insane extreme. Mm -hmm. But the other part of this that's cool of like we have seen... um, you know, green screen tech where you can put anything behind them. We've seen Lytro being able to change the field of focus. Mm-hmm. We have never really seen this before. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Being able to relight a yeah. scene. So I know uh, last episode we talked about, you know, my Google Pixel doing all this really cool thing in yeah. in the camera. And one of the things that it can do is you can relight a person's face because, like, Google kind of knows the shape of a person's face. Mm-hmm. So you can click on a light source and it will correctly draw shadows yeah. Yeah. Um, to the nose on the other side, et cetera, et cetera. But that's just, like, algorithms and uh, facial recognition yeah. and CGI. This yep. is real. Which is so cool to me. (laughs) 
Although, I, I don't know. care if anyone listens maybe, to this episode. Maybe this people, episode is just so cool. But is there a downside? Like, are, like, light rigging people mad? Like, <laughs> like I mean, I don't know. So, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say, that, like, the major downside to this tech is rather than recording it once, you know, have 200 times that yeah. in, in data that you have to choose and pull from. So, there could be something to be said for, well, I got it right in camera and I got the, it the way i wanted it yeah, but when fair. you're doing this kind of fantastical action where you want to have that sun arcing through the sky to be able to get the incredibly press like you could set up all these like robots to make it move really really fast but what if your actor is like a hair off in when they swing their sword versus how how the thing goes you can time this precise in post and that is it's just insane to me and i think that's just so cool yeah, it's it's hard for me to like jokily say fix it in post because I'm not really sure you're fixing it in post. You're just choosing it in post. Yeah. It's been shot. You're not fixing anything. You're just choosing and, what shot you like. And actually <laughs> no, 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 I I think that's the beautiful thing about it. So so uh one of the one of the projects that I did was I did a Star Wars uh themed pinup calendar because I'm geeky and nerdy and silly and love love those kind of things. One of the things that I did was um if any of you I, I I showed this to someone who is in their uh, a Gen Zer and they're like who's the Coppertone baby and I just went oh, oh no. no how do you <laughs> not know this reference anyway uh one of the photos is I shot uh basically a recreation of the Coppertone baby advertisement except using a stormtrooper in a swimsuit and in ATAT. So, uh, to do this, this was not a fix it in post situation. Uh, but what I did was I shot the scale model AT AT on a blue screen on the same set that I shot the stormtrooper. And it wasn't so much a fix it in post as a, I am choosing this in post. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I, I did all of the shoot so that it would perfectly make my life easy in post the lighting was correct the cutout was easy um uh every uh, like the pulling on the back of the swim trunks was exactly how it was supposed to none of that had to be liquefied or faked or anything it was all set up exactly as intended and i think this is not a fix it in post situation this is more of that mm -hmm. of they Choose said it. we have our vision and this is how we get there um to be able to shoot it and then in post pinpoint that accuracy and dial in the exact vision that we want and i just think that is so cool good, so, good for you guys this is amazing it's a satellite lab if you'd like to uh sponsor uh, uh actually actually no no no, no. <laughs> phantom flex if you'd like well, to sponsor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say for triple click you know if you'd like satellite lab if you'd like to uh, provide one of these yeah, rings that'd for be triple dope. click uh yeah, I'm sure Ben would be very excited. <laughs> I I would I would take that sponsorship in a heartbeat. I've gotten some really random sponsorships that I'm like, I don't think you really know who our audience is, so I'm going to say mm -hmm. no. So currently, uh this show is sponsored by me. Mm -hmm. Um and yes. and you a little yes. bit. 
Yeah. Uh, but basically, we're just doing this. So if you love this geeky, nerdy, fun camera stuff that we talk about every single week, make sure that you join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash nomcreative, the same uh, channel that you might be watching this on on YouTube. So there will be a link to that down in the description. But yeah, we're just so incredibly excited about this tech. It is just so cool. And when I saw it... Um, uh, I watched a little kind of like behind the scenes and the behind the scenes vignette had like a three second just shot of this in the background. I'm like, I need to know more about this. And then I went down the rabbit hole and found this and it's just so cool. Brag about it more. Why was it so difficult to find information about this? I know it's so cool. I, I'm sure if like I were to actually like get the Blu-ray or something, it'd be on like a featurette, but Maybe. on, on the internet so far, it has been a little lacking. <laughs> uh, so that is our episode for today. Um, uh, it, like subscribe, share all of that normal good stuff. Be sure mm-hmm. to send in your questions. Uh, how can they send in questions? We have an email address. Hello at photo op dot show. Excellent. And we will see you next week with a fun and interesting episode yet currently to be determined because that's how life works. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much and we'll see you next time. Thanks for geeking out with us. If you have questions or ideas for future episodes, you can email us at hello at photo op dot show. Watch us on Ben's YouTube channel at NomCreative. As in Om Nom Nom. Share this with a friend and you can listen to Photo Op anywhere podcasts are sold. Or download it. Cause it's free.